What is up? We got Georgia. We got game. We got a whole lot of cockfighting going on, mm. and we're here for all of it. We'll give you the breakdown of the mm. official prediction of this game and many others here on Locked On Bulldogs. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? I am Daniel. He is Clint. We are the Locked On Bulldogs podcast, and you are fantastic for being here today. Thank you so much for being here, whether you're listening on audio, whether you're watching on YouTube. If you are tuning in on either of those platforms, just go ahead and subscribe. We really appreciate it. Leave us a rating and review. Drop us a comment. Whatever whatever the app allows you to do, we would appreciate it. But mostly, we're just glad that you're here to interact and to uh, take in the official predictions – Mm. This is what's actually going to happen on Saturday. So a lot of people are speculating about what's going to happen on Saturday. Clint and I are here to tell you what's really going to happen on Saturday. There it is. Because that's the kind of thing that we do. We're also going to give out some locks. And so if you like acquiring yeah. money, maybe you want to follow our picks. Because the boys went 7-2 and two last week, Daniel. That's fairly good. I think that's a profitable week. Hold on, let me check the account. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a profitable week. That's what good. we did last good, week. Good, good, good. Okay. So uh, stay tuned for that. That's segments two and three. But first, let's talk about this Georgia game, Clint. And um, I believe I'll go first because you went first last week. And so let me just lay out a score prediction. Are we just getting right into it? There is no warm-up to this man. There is no chill. He don't care. He coming out here just straight shooting. I love it. Give it to us, Daniel. It's college football season. This is a noon kick. We don't have time to chill. You have to get up ready to go. Okay, so the spread in this game is 24 and a half, and the yes. over-under is 55. I'll just tell you right now, I got two locks in this game. <laughs> I got a two-for-one special in this game. So... Final score prediction. I believe Georgia gives up its first touchdown on the season in this game. I believe that just like I don't have any chill, I believe Todd Monk is not going to have any chill when it comes to this game. I believe that Georgia is going to come out hot. I believe that the injuries to South Carolina's defense are going to be significant to some and yeah, uh, substantial some i mean shane beamer and company and i believe that there is no stopping this george offense. i think that kirby can call his number here and so i think georgia scores 45 points in this game and i think georgia gives up 14 nope nope 13 points there it in is. this game Ooh. 45 to 13, and so I am locking up Georgia minus 24 and a half. I love it. I love that number. It's not too many points. Don't overthink it. Just bet it. And I am locking up the over 55 in this game, Clint. What say you? All right, I got two locks as well, Daniel. Okay. Lock number one. Give me those points. I don't take, take them, South Carolina. Take them. I you're don't gonna care lay if you have them. You're just going to lay them right out. Put like them right a, there. Like a Start fitted us. sheet. Like a fitted sheet. You just lay it right out. Because you ain't folding it. All you no. can do is lay it out there. That's you all you got to do. Yep. Um, 
but Daniel, I, I have the second lock. Okay. First half point over. Do you know what the first half total is? 28 and a half. Daniel. Okay. Georgia can cover that by themselves. Georgia is going to cover that by themselves. Thank you. Georgia is going to get at least 28 and a half points. We might be at 30 come halftime against this South Carolina defense because there's no way they're stopping Todd and Stett and Kendall mm-hmm. getting a full lather going. Mm-hmm. Um, A.D. Mitchell rumored to maybe going. He's not going, but let's just play the game. Go. Rumored he's, he's going. Go. He's not. Go. Guys, please stop it right now. He's not going to play. And that's fine because we, we don't need him. We fine. We, we gonna be good. Fine, Daniel. Clint, the score give the people of this a game. number. Give the people a number. They need a number. They need, they a, need a number. I need it. Forty to ten, Daniel. Forty to ten. Forty to ten. So I am on the under on the point total of this game. But you're not um, locking that up. I'm not, no, 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 no. I am not locking up because I think you're right. I think Todd could get just full of himself and just not be able to stop. The Goliath that is our offense, and but go you're on down. the, and this is not a bad, this is not a bad projection of what could happen. I don't see it this way, but you're on the Georgia comes out guns blazing, and then yep. it's just Carson Beck coast to the finish line, run out the clock type of situation. Stetson Bennett has not thrown a pass in the fourth quarter all year, and I think that trend continues. Daniel, hundred percent. I think Carson Beck gets two touchdowns in this game, so I'm gonna say. All gas, no breaks for Georgia. We get out of there comfortably with the win, but I'm going with the over. Just give me, give me Spurrier shaking his head again up in the box. Just give me Spur- <laughs> Spurrier. One will not be present. Two I know. will not be sober. Three may not be conscious during. Which, this by the game. way, <laughs> that is his daily schedule. That's <laughs> not present. Not sober. Not conscious any is, longer. Is Urban Meyer on a yacht somewhere? Is Steve Spurrier underwater somewhere? I don't this. know if those two things... I can't say for certain those two things aren't happening at the same time. We can't confirm or deny any of these I can't say. accusations. No. Uh, that's our score prediction. Daniel's got 45-13. I got 40-10. to 10. We go handle business against the... That's right. The fighting chickens over at South Carolina Mm -hmm. get out of town. We're going to come back after this. We're going to give you more locks for this entire week. But first, I want to show you about Bet Online. Bet Online is your sports book experts. They have everything you need Mm -hmm. to do these exact things we're talking about, which is wager money Mm -hmm. to get money based upon Mm -hmm. these locks. And if you take what Daniel and I have just supposed to you, in this game, as well as the game to come, you're going to come out a winner like you have every single week so far. Bet online, the official sports book experts of Locked On Bulldogs and Locked On Podcasts everywhere. Get over there. They're safe. They're reliable. They handle all the lines, over-unders. If you can still find Stet for Heisman odds, go get it because I know you're not going to find it. I know they took it right down. <laughs> Your boy right found it after week one, uh, still up there, still pretty oh. hefty. It wasn't the 18 to one that it went down to. It's not even the 12 to one it went down to. It was higher than that. Bet online, your sports book experts. So Daniel, let's keep right, talking Clint. here. Let's How many keep rolling? We got, we got locks to give out. We got games to predict. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to come out of the gate, Daniel, come and tell you, come tell you one that truth be told, Yep. Truth be told, Daniel, there are a lot more lines I like this week than I did last week. Okay. And you did pretty well last week. I did fine last week. Okay. I think there's even more this week. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to one that I have a season bet total on between you and I. Uh, And this has everything to do with, I think this team got, the opponent got lucky last week. 
I think the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers are actually a pretty dang good scoring hmm. team. Daniel, okay. they're playing Indiana. Indiana do. don't have nobody to play. That was yes. a weird game against Illinois. There were mm-hmm. some funky plays that happened, but I'm getting six and a half for the Hilltoppers. I think it could go to seven, but I don't actually think I think it's going to be bet down to six. Uh, so give me six and the hook like for Western Kentucky. I, I love that six and a half number, Daniel. I would like, I don't have anything on this game, but I, I, there are two things I like in this game. I like the over right now. I think it's at 62. I yep. like the over in that game. And I would sprinkle a little bit on that money line. I, Get that I, see, money I, line. I, I see like plus 190 for Western Kentucky. I think Western Kentucky might go in there and win this game. So obviously I like, I got Western Kentucky in a bet you and I have for season win totals. And I think eight and nine now, nine games. They take this one. Nine games is over almost a certainty for the Hilltoppers. Yeah. I like it a lot. I'm going to go Friday night. This, this podcast Ooh. coming out on Thursday. And so want to make sure I get this out early for the people so that you have time to wager. Um, let's go to Louisville. Kentucky. Got got to get back in the throat. That's right. Right back. And um, Scott Satterfield is bad at coaching football. He about to go. He gone. We're going to have three coaches fired within the first month. Since when was Mike Norvell a better coach than anyone he was lined up against? Let that sink in for two seconds. Here we are, Florida State and Louisville. Um, Give me Florida State in this game. Listen, I have no idea why they're catching less than a field goal or why they're laying less than a field goal here. They're not catching. I know it's on the road. Sure. Um, It's actually a pretty decent stadium up there in uh, Louisville. But I don't like Louisville's team. Uh, Malik Willis is that his name. I think he's a he's a very talented player. They have a quarterback. But I think Scott Satterfield's system, I think this whole Louisville team – I, and they went and got blown out week one against uh, Syracuse. Oh, yeah. And I think Florida State's a more talented team. I actually think they have an offensive line. I actually think they have a run game. And I think Jordan Travis has proven himself to be a more than serviceable quarterback at this point. So Mike Norvell oh, he's fine. actually has some offensive components with which to do some of that Memphis-type stuff that he was brought over here to do at Florida State. And so I like Florida State to win this game easily. So that means if I'm going to lay two and a half, I'm going to love to do that. So give me Florida State minus two and a half for my first lock. Uh, love that bet as well. I think you're on the right side of that. That's the right team in that. And the fact that it's only close to a field goal, Dan, should tell you everything that you need to know about Louisville right there. Because Florida State, I mean, yikers, y'all. Um, I'm going to give out a very quick one. And let me just sure. What Army was to me about four years ago that I rode Uh them to a profitable year. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a new one, but it's not in the beneficial way that Army I I rooted for. I'm rooting against this team. This is a fade. This is a hard fade. fade. If I can get any point total in which the Iowa Hawkeyes are playing a game, I'm taking the under every single time. They are bad at footballing. Hmm. Kurt Ferentz don't care about points. Mm-hmm. Pat Narduzzi has never seen a punt he didn't like, and Kurt Ferentz has upped him at every stage of the game offensively. My man's punting on third down at some point this year. He will punt on third down. Guarantee you that will happen at some point. He'll get he'll get back in that Bo Nix, you know, muddle huddle type deal. Yep. The quick kick is going to happen. The point total is 40 against Nevada. 
Wolfpack. Now, Nevada's not a good team. Iowa can play some team D as they always do. This is the same team. It's a great defense. It's a, it's gr- a great it's defense. It's a great defense. Nevada might not score in this game. Yes. Legitimately. Iowa's not putting 40 up. Daniel? The point total is 40. Give me Iowa and Nevada total under 40. There's part of me that almost took the over in this game. I'm not going to fight you like I did last week. Last week we did get into a fight. I did, did win it. You did. But I'm not going to fight you this week. But there was part of me that almost took the over only because I feel like what do you always bet in college football? Number one, you always bet chaos in college chaos. football. Well, there's no That's chaos true. to be had in this game. They're both awful teams. But number two, you always bet contrarian in college football. You always bet against the narrative. Public. And listen, the narrative is <laughs> Iowa I cannot just score any points. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I agree with you. I don't think Nevada's any good. And so I legitimately think they might get three points in this game. Maybe. Three, three to six points. And yeah, Iowa ain't scoring no 35 points in this game. No. But, so, yeah, give me I, – I, I don't – I'm not taking it, but I'm also not going against you. Um, I got one more and until until we'll go to break here. I've got well, – I'm going to save my two SEC locks for segment three. So I have two locks involving SEC teams. If you're a loyal third segment listener, you'll come back and hear them. But I got two go locks out, as well, Daniel, for SEC. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out to the Pac-12 here. Here and we I'm go. Gonna, you and I have the same three bets to finish off this podcast. I'm going to talk directly to executive producer intern Michael. <laughs> Do the right thing. Everybody knows what the right thing is. Mel Tucker and Michigan State, heck of a story, heck of a coach, heck of a guy. Heck of a guy. Kirby Smart coaching tree. Kirby's never lost to a former assistant because what kind of a disgustingly awful has-been, over-the-hill coach would he have to have been to have lost to a former assistant? Never happened, never will. Mel Tucker is going out to Seattle for this game, and if you've never been out to Seattle and seen a college football game, it's a pretty tough place to play. It's real tough, y'all. They get into it up there in Seattle. we're We're not being fictitious on like like normally we no, we're not, the pac 12 we're not we are legitimately saying right now washington huskies show up to cheer on their team also washington's got a new coach this year and he actually allows them unlike kurt ferentz to play offense washington for the last couple of years has had the worst offense in the power five like the worst offense maybe in all of college football but they've got a new coach in there They've got some players, and they're able to actually now move the ball. I know they haven't played any competition yet, but just what you've seen out of Washington so far tells you every, like they've got the pieces on the defense. The defense is fine. What they, needed, is fine. what they needed was to be able to score points. They can do that now. Give me Washington minus three at home against Michigan State, and you just lay that, and and you, you don't even hesitate. You feel great about it the whole time. Okay. Washington's beating Michigan State badly in this game. I'm not going to give this game out because you just gave it out. I want to give the people some more breadth, Daniel, of games. That is the correct pick in that game. I have it bet. I'm not giving out as a lock right here because I want to give you another game. And this, again, talk about contrarian all the way through, uh, Daniel, of a narrative of the season. Um, The Fighting Irish are winning a game very soon. This weekend, as a matter of fact, as they go out to Cal. And I think they're going to exercise some demons I hope as so. they do. I hope they win a game. <laughs> I hope they win a game. They got a defense 
Daniel, Notre Dame's problem is not on the defensive side of the ball. Again, just like Washington, nope. just like other teams, they got a defense that could play. They always do. I know the quarterback is hurt, but Cal can't score no points already. Mm-hmm. Cal's a bad, bad offensive team. Has been for quite some time. I believe Mark Fox is still the football coach out there at Cal. That's what we're dealing with. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. He's not, but. I know. Um Bad offense against a really good defense is going to make scoring a very, very hard problem. I think Notre Dame is going to be gutting out a win here, Daniel. I think they're going to be field position, punting, stopping them, getting field goals, getting a touchdown here and there. The spread is 11 points. Yeah, if I get a touchdown said, and a field goal. You said gutting out a win. Are you going to lay 11? <laughs> I'm laying 11, Daniel. That's I'm not, laying 11. They're going to gut out a win. I don't know how you can look at Notre Dame and lay 11. Right I know. Now. I know. Daniel, I That's, know. But I'm taking the Fighting Irish, giving the 11 points to Cal. Um, I, know you gonna, know, I know you know this. I'm not disagreeing with you. Okay. But Tommy Reese might be the worst offensive coordinator in all of college football for Notre Dame. He is the James Coley of 2022. He it's, is. It's not great. Awful. But it's, but see, that's I think I, I think they'll be fine even with a horrible offensive play calling. Daniel, I think the talent level is that much better. And I think I their so. fight, I, I really do as well. Uh, we're going to come back after this, give you a few more locks to end the episode. All right, Clint, I teased two SEC picks, and so I'm going to start with probably the biggest SEC game of the weekend, even Georgia-South Carolina conference game, but Auburn-Penn State. Let's go go. to Auburn-Alabama. This is a tricky game because who knows what to think about Auburn this year. They barely squeaked out a win last week against a group of five school. And it it took the fourth quarter. When you say barely squeak out, like that first half, Auburn was the lesser team in that first half. The game was in the balance. Okay. Yeah. Now that being said, ask Texas A and M and Notre Dame if they would like to have barely squeaked out a win against That's a group of five school. So That's interesting. They did win the game at the end of the day. So there is that. Then you have Penn State. They have a true freshman quarterback that's really good. Guess where he lives? He lives on the bench. Okay. Because Sean Clifford is the starting quarterback because he's been there for 100 years. I'm sorry, Georgia fans. Have you have you seen this movie before? Stop. Stop. I'm just giving us our fans something to relate to. Stop. You're you're feeding the trolls is what you're doing right now, Daniel. Fifth year, sixth year senior, can't get it done, but it can't be replaced because he's a beloved figure in okay. the program. Can you give out the pick now? Yeah. Auburn plus three and a half. Auburn, I think, is going to win this game on the field. But if I can catch three and a hook, give me Auburn plus three and a half. Uh, I'm not going to change my picks for these last two. I think you and I have these last two games. I don't know if we have the right pick, but on this pick, you and I are in complete agreement. Mm-hmm. Double this up. The game, I, I have a feeling that this is going to be the ascent of, of Harson so much so that the boosters can't do crap to him all the rest of his tenure at Auburn. This yeah. might start something here, Daniel. Penn State um, is not... Franklin, not a good coach. Penn State, not a good 
not a good talent team. To your point, they have very talented players that have chosen to play there because of tradition and all that who aren't playing because of Franklin being a bad coach. Mm. So Auburn has everything to play for. They got this two quarterback system, maybe here and there rumors, yada, 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 all this stuff. But I think their defense, they got talent for days. Daniel. Yep. Yep. And Penn state does not. Uh, So yeah, three in the hook is a beautiful, beautiful number. Give me that all day long. And let's go to the last sec game. Is your, is your, is it, is it, Ole Miss and Georgia Tech, is that where you're going? It is not, but I'd love okay. to hear what you think about Ole Miss and Georgia Tech. Please. Um, Ole Miss has a chance. I really to- wanted you to take Georgia Tech and any number of points in this game. Please. Please. <laughs> Ole Miss has a chance of being second. Or? What's what's a number that comes before second? Or finish first over in the West, Daniel. Yep. Well, I'm I'm not trying to troll. This is not me riling up Bama. This is me looking at the product on the field and saying Lane Kiffin's got the right kids going at the right time, and Bama does not, and A and M does not, and Ole Miss giving sixteen to the Yellow Jackets. Sixteen points is nothing against this team. They'll have that covered after the first quarter. Give me Ole Miss minus 16. Because Lane, Lane, if there's no chill coach in all, all of gas, <laughs> all gas, <laughs> it's Lane Giffen. All gas. Okay. Um, I don't hate that pick. In fact, I love that pick. I'm going to go to the marquee game of the weekend, okay. Vanderbilt, Northern Illinois. Wow. You're a, you're a, you're a brave soul. All right. This is now three times this year that I bet on Vanderbilt. Fool me once. Fool me twice. I'm actually one and one betting on Vanderbilt. Okay. I had them covering against Hawaii. They did that they easily. Did. I had them covering last week against Wake Forest. I made that bet before Sam Hartman was announced coming back. They never had a chance to cover in that game. No. If, if I knew Sam Hartman was playing, I would not have bet them to cover in that game. So I'm going back to the well. I said before the season, Vanderbilt's winning this game. And I'm not backing off on that now. Northern Illinois was a good team last year. Is it last year still, Daniel? It's not still last year. That's interesting. Bama's not reloading anymore. They, in fact, have the most talented roster that they've ever had in the history of the program. It's not last year. Northern Illinois is not any good. And this is Vanderbilt's last winnable game of the season. And then they're done. To say they need this win is the understatement of the decade. Clark Lee knows it. Greatest job in America. To win this game. They're going to win this game. By how much? It doesn't matter. They're catching three. Interesting. Hold on a second. So if I think they're going to win the game and they're catching three, then yeah, give me Vandy plus three and just sprinkle a little bit on it. Uh, this has been Locked on Bulldogs. The official game predictions as well as other locks get into the action. Uh, we will see you guys tomorrow. See ya.